on the viewpoint. Welcome back, folks. It's a broadcast like no other. We have since learned some half an hour ago of the passing of Advocate George Bezos, SC. We've heard a very beautiful account of the man that was George Bezos from the wise man, the wisdom of Justice Albie Sachs, whose career would have in many instances overlapped with that of the late Advocate Bezos. One, of course, went on to the bench. One never went to the bench because deep in his heart, he wanted to be with the people. At the Legal Resources Center is where probably his impact was greatest, fighting for the people against the mighty powers of whoever. We continue then the accounts, the plaudits, calls, contributions, anything as a way of a tribute for a life well lived. He passes away aged 92, born in Greece in 1927, November 15. He passes away on 9 September 2020. Incidentally, the same day my grandmother died in 1997 at the age of 98. And the 9th of September being the day that my parents, or rather my dad, who's a twin, was born. So quite a day, 9 September 2020, is for me. We've got a caller on the line, Mr. Ati Stoto, I understand, a practicing attorney here in Johannesburg. Good evening, Mr. Stoto. Thank you then so much for your time. Good evening, Satyabi. How are you? I'm well, sir. How do you do? I'm good, guys. I'm good, guys. Just, just quickly, hey, uh, not to waste much of your listeners' time and yours as well. I, I just got touched by the story you retold. And I remember um, Advocate George Bezos that evening that we drove him home. One of the things that struck me is, is one, this very humble um, and most famous um, advocate that we had in South Africa. But also the, the humility and, and the way that he treated us um, young people who were just practically strangers at that point. But because we had offered to take him home, he was agreeable to it. But also on the way there, and the time we got to spend in that cold um, evening outside his house at the door practically, of him telling us all these stories about his life and us practically just, you know, not wanting to leave at all because we were so intrigued by everything that he wanted to say. But also I'm somewhat shooting myself in the foot because he did invite us for tea at some point or the other. And we just never got a chance to actually honor that particular invitation because he said, look, simply call my office and we'll continue this conversation another time. But yes, I just want to say may his soul rest in peace and condolences to to his family, friends, and, and colleagues in the entire legal fraternity as a whole um, with this particular untimely passing of him. Yeah, sad times. Thank you, Mr. Soto. Finally, you recall the moment that he had actually invited us for his TI had sent a message to the Legal Resources Center, and I tried to call them. This is all July 20, specifically requesting that particular tea. You know what? Sometimes certain things are just not meant to happen a particular way. We've met him, albeit by happenstance, we met him nonetheless. He gave us his time as candid as he was with it. And that should be enough and a binding memory that we as friends share. Let's have another conversation then with somebody who was part of that evening, Mr. Bengu, Walter Bengu, who's also an attorney, but at a Chapter 9 institution, the Auditor General, acting head of procurement there. Good evening, Walter Bengu. Thanks for your time. Good evening, Songas, and good evening to your, to your listeners. Uh, obviously, condolences to the, to the Bezos family. 
And I think it's important uh, for me to call in uh, because uh, obviously as a young uh, law student, George Bezos is one individual that we would say we want to aspire to be like because obviously at the time aspects of human rights law and constitutional law were something that we were were enjoying at the time. I only got a chance to meet uh, Advocate uh, Bezos in April 2017 at the book launch of The Backroom Boy of Endroom Langeni. And I've got a picture, and I was going through my pictures now when I had the sad news, and there's a picture of me and him, and I'm, I'm laughing my, my, I'm laughing, I'm laughing so hard because he's slowly in that, in that typical George Bezos way telling so many interesting stories. And, you know, the previous caller spoke about his uh, his humility, and that's the first thing that struck me because here I was as a stranger. We've just met. I've just told that I'm a I'm an attorney practicing in in, in Pretoria, and he was so fascinated that there's a young lawyer who wants to have a discussion with me, and he was telling me so many stories about his life and how he met Andrew Lange and used to interact, and how they that brotherly love. So. So obviously, it's definitely sad, sad news for us and for the for the nation, for the legal fraternity as a whole, to have lost such a, a legal giant. But I think with the legal giant of his caliber, it's it's his legacy lives on. Uh, so I just thought I should call in just just to relay that story of how much he was a, such a, a a lovely soul, a humble soul, a funny soul, and a person who showed his passion for the law. Wonderful account. Thank you so much, Mr. Walter Bank. I'm going to let you go on the line. I also understand is an advocate, Advocate Dumisa Nzebeza, SC, who, of course, is no stranger to both South African politics and law. And, of course, they would have certainly, not just for the first nor the last time, met at Marikana together with Advocate George Bezos. Now, Advocate Nzebeza, good evening, Dada. How are you? I'm very well, Mtana. How are you? Um, as well as the circumstances permit. Your accounts, yeah. please, with this giant of law. Yeah, well, I mean, as you say, he was a giant. And uh, the first time that I personally got to know of him, and uh, it was in circumstances where we, and why we, I mean, uh, those who were, seeking legal um, representation, Nete Goniwe, myself, my brother, um, Gobozi and Melkolos Linga, 1976. The very very first lawyer uh, that came to our mind, even without knowing who he was, was this man called George Bezos. And of course, when we ended up with uh, Advocate uh, Paul Swa, uh he he was one of those people who just could not find the words to describe how iconic Bezos was in terms of courage and i remember what i took away from conversations with advocate Posa, who's now a retired judge justice Posa, was that he was very courageous and a very, very forensic cross-examiner, and especially in those days, cross-examiner of security police, because most of the 
crimes that he represented were those mm. who were political offenders in apartheid South Africa. So I, I had this idea of who he was. And then, of course, I came to know him closely when he was, you know, aging. And that was when we were involved together in the Marikana inquiry. He was representing one of the families. I represented about 34, 35 uh, family members uh, or, or 35, I mean, family members of 35 mine workers who were killed yes. in Marikana. And um, and you could see, even though he was a little bit elderly uh, at the time, but you could see that this was somebody who had a single-minded, you know, way of unearthing the truth. Because in law, we say an effective cross-examiner is the one who is able to unearth the truth, no matter how the witness he or she is cross-examining is trying to hide it. And those sparks were evident even in the context of the Marikana uh, hearings when we were dealing with that tragedy. So I I joined those who say, you know, um, he... He will be lost to the legal fraternity, uh, not only for his resilience, but also for his courage and for having been one of those who uh, made sure that um, whatever, you know, comes out of the justice system, it would not be at the expense of not unearthing the truth through the forensic sure. skill of cross-examination. Sure. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for these beautiful thoughts. We, we appreciate them because you aliven the memory. You keep it alive. And for some of those who might have looked up to him, who never had the opportunity to meet him, it is these anecdotes of the man, of the humility, of his humbleness that we are yearning and are so much enjoying hearing from. Thank you so much then, Advocate Dumisan Tsebeza, a man of courage and a man who was forensic in cross-examination. Let's hear from somebody who might not necessarily have dealt with him as a lawyer, but certainly in many respects, whose political career would have dovetailed with that of Advocate Bezos. Pastor, member of the UDF, ANC, DG, formerly in the office of the president, Reverend Frank Chigane Dada, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Your thoughts on the passing of Advocate Bezos? Yeah, good evening. I mean, it, it, it's not actually a good evening. Um, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a bad evening because we didn't even expect to get this news. But, you know, I would like to start from the point that, you know, all our veterans, stalwarts of the struggle are leaving us because of age. And I think we must accept that there are people who have played their role and the time comes for them to leave. And we can only really rely on the legacy that they leave because they live forever in us because of their legacy. Now, you know, I got to know um, uh, Bezos when I was very young, as a young activist, and whenever we got into trouble, you knew that if you got the Bezos on your side, 
you are better off, even when the laws are so bad. But, you know, they found a way in which they could help you out of it if it could be done. But where it can't be done, um, they made sure that the course of justice is drummed up in court before you even go to jail so that it is known that this system that's taking you to jail, it's an unjust system. Um, it, is, it is racist and it's against the people's humanity. So he was a real human rights lawyer. And, and so we grew up in the struggle for me, not looking at people like Bezos as just lawyers, but as comrades in the struggle. They were elderly to us, and we followed them. And so he's one of the veterans of the struggle, using the law as the instrument, who has left a legacy of selfless service, even where there was no money, Bezos would go and, and help victims um, of the struggle for liberation. And so he has been a great contributor to our struggle. He has left a legacy of selfless Savers, and he struggled for a new democratic, just society, which he lives with us for us to actualize. And I always end up here because for all these veterans, they played their part. They were extraordinary. They were selfless. They never thought about themselves but the people. And what we need in this country is leaders who are selfless, who are ready to make sacrifices and serve the people rather than go into leadership and go on the queue that they feed themselves before the people arrived there um, in their hunger, when they are hungry. And I think that's the challenge. So these veterans who are leaving us are leaving us with a legacy. That might be a light for us into the future to make sure that this country does not go down, but actually becomes the best country we can have in the world. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So candid, so honest and so reflective. You took me to the words of William Shakespeare as we say goodbye to Reverend Frank Chigane. All the world's a stage. And all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. Could it be more apt of George Bezos? Let's take some more calls. 0891-104-207. Of course, we're running the story and we haven't got much time left. Advocate George Bezos has passed away. He was 92. We have a clip. Let's please take a listen. Scully and Owabo, I will return to you. Okay, let's go to Scully and Owabo right now. The clip is not ready. Owabo? I mean, sorry, Scully. Scully, good evening. Good evening to you, Sengezo. Um, my, my deepest sympathies to the George Bezos family. And I am scared now. We are alone, John. First it was Angro Magani. First it was uh, um, uh, um, uh, Ben Turok. Then Andrew Melangeli. We are now alone, uh, Sangezo. My deepest sympathies to the Bezos family. Happy birthday to your father. 
Um, my father was on the same day, on, on the 9th of September. I was on the 2nd Beautiful. of September, my grandson, my son on the 6th, my grandson on the 2nd. On the 29th of July, August, all Virgos, we are all Virgos. And uh, I feel scared now, Shangezo. You know, we are alone, no, really. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your truth, your honesty, your voice, and your good heart. Scully, I always enjoy taking your calls. Owabo is also on hold. Owabo, good evening. Good evening, Sangezo. Um, on on Bilozo's family, um, may you rest in peace. Um, with all due respect, but um, I do still have a problem, Sangezo. Um, I mean, today, um, we, we still, um, tourism remains as a pillar of starting the economy, which is all normal. And, um, it was inherited by the uh, ANC government um, as a... Beg your pardon for that. Let's go to the clip that I was promised will be ready. Let's play it, please. When Arthur Jaskolson, Joel Joffe and I went to see them for the first time after they were released from 90-day detention, uh, that uh, the death sentence was going to be called for and that it would be an uphill battle. And of course, uh, we turned the tables, really. The accused became the accusers. Uh, Mr. Nelson Mandela from, excuse me, uh, from the dock saying that uh, 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 who they were, what they wanted, that they were knocking on the door of the deaf for uh, a few generations without any response and that there came a time that you had to either succumb or fight and they decided to fight. Well, he had a sense of, uh, of destiny, even as a prisoner. On my first visit on a winter's day, a couple of months after his conviction, he was brought by eight warders two in front, two at the back, two on the side, two on the other side. And I was waiting at the consultant room at the, at the harbour. And I slipped through the first two and I embraced him. They froze, I think, seeing a white man embracing a black man, and, uh, a prisoner at that. And uh, Nelson started asking me, how's Winnie, how are my daughters? By sign, he wanted to know whether Brown Fisher was okay. <laughs> and then he said, you know, George, uh, this place uh, has made me forget my manners. I haven't introduced you to my guard of honor. <laughs> and, and he proceeded to introduce me by name first name and surname to each one of the young warders and also the senior, the sort of chief warder. And the other thing about him is that, uh, you know, prisoners uh, become very subservient in prison. They put their head down, they let the warders make the pace. And, but it was strange that uh, amongst the nine people, uh, walking towards me. It was Nelson that was setting the pace. He is really the father of democracy in the country. There was a conflict situation looming, violence was looming, and he managed uh, 
through his generosity of spirit, through his confidence in the correctness of the policy that South Africa belongs to all of us. Uh, he pulled it off. And I think that uh, the world, South Africans and the world at large uh, would do well to follow him. Well, his inauguration as president, of course, when he said never, never, never again will we go through this. Uh, in that ceremony, uh, there were the VIPs on the higher ground of union buildings and uh, watching screens, thousands upon thousands of people before, and helicopters with a new flag flew, and then all of a sudden from over the hills, jets emerged and did a salute with a, you know, and then pulled up, and there was a, this terrific noise as they raised uh, themselves up. And the people below shouted out, Viva the South African Air Force, Viva! That was a very impressive thing for me, because here was an instrument of oppression uh, being accepted as their own by the people's representatives as a whole. For me that was a, a moment which told more than any speeches or anything else, that change was there to stay. In his voice, Advocate George Bezos talking about representing President Nelson Mandela, then accused number one in the Ravonia trial. He has written books, three seminal books. One, No One to Blame. This is in 1998. No One to Blame in Pursuit of Justice. The other one is Odyssey to Freedom. I understand it's a 2011 publication. And of course, in line with his voice, as you've just heard, 65 years of friendship, talking about his relationship with the former president and now late Dada Kholisatla N. Mandela, who, for those who believe in that, will be joined this evening wherever they are and understand it is heaven. Well then, that has been the tribute from the voices of South Africans. Thank you so much, Babun Monday. Thank you so much, Justice Sachs. Thank you so much, Artistoto. Thank you so much, Ngobile Bengu. Thank you so much, Advocate Nzaveza SC. Thank you so much, Reverend Chigane. I might, I might have time for a 30 second call. If not, I think it's also fair to say now, we have to accept the bitter truths around our country. Those who have done much in their lifetime, sacrificing all even to bequeath to a generation, a country free, a country where all liberties are conferred, not just to the citizens, and in the words of the constitutions, to everyone who is here, a country born on new found liberty, to quote from the Constitution, which probably would be the best summary of all the contributions that have come through this evening. A man who had heart, humility, who would cry, who had courage, who had a forensicness about him in cross-examination. 
And so his contributions are best depicted in this. The Republic of South Africa is one sovereign democratic state founded on the following values. Human dignity, the achievement of equality and the advancement of human rights and freedoms. Non-racialism and non-sexism. Supremacy of the constitution and the rule of law. Universal adult suffrage, a national common voters role, regular elections and a multi-party system of democratic government to ensure accountability, to ensure responsiveness, to ensure openness. I wouldn't dare say this is what George Bezos has given us on his own, but among many That has been the contribution of advocate George Bezos. Final contribution. It has to come from the people. We have one voice note, after which we will say goodbye. Good evening, Songyazu, Asanda and Lexto. I'm wondering, is it possible perhaps for corporates to deliberately cause uh, discourse amongst a certain population they wish to target? don't think that went according to script but such is breaking news and probably true to the form that so many things can go right and so many things can go wrong and the first to tell you a lot has gone wrong in this democracy a lot has gone wrong in coming to the point at which we are at nonetheless it has been a wonderful broadcast it has been an emotional one even take time to appreciate what you have the people who have somewhat contributed largely to what you have one by one they are exiting the stage Even for a moment, I too exit this stage. We'll chat again tomorrow. Good night.